Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast with myself, Barry Drake. It's episode 68 this week and uh, we're going to speak to a man that's based in London. He's got plenty of fast greyhounds um, in his ownership. I'm going to call him the Scooby Man because uh, the Scooby prefix is well known here, um, not just in Irish circles but all over the world. And we're going to say hello to the um, owner of all these uh, fabulous greyhounds, which is Steve Noble, as I say based in London in the UK so firstly um, Steve it's a big warm welcome to the podcast Thanks very much Barry nice to be on so Steve, look, um, as I said, um, you know, greyhound enthusiasts um, all over the world will be very familiar um, with uh, the, the Scooby pre- prefix, Scooby Princess, um, Scooby Prince and Scooby Duchess who shot the fame over the last number of weeks. We'll get there um, in, in a short while, but just um, give us a bit of background um, on yourself and uh, how you got involved in the great sport of greyhound racing. Uh, I've probably got involved sort of around about 17, 18 years of age. Uh, lived in West London. So at the time, we had local, quite a few decent ground tracks, Wembley, White City, Slough, Haringey. So, you know, you're sport for choice. So that's really how I got involved. I never had any previous involvement through parents or anything, just as a young lad. It's sort of things you do once you've got a car and venture out into life, to be honest. Yeah, as you said, look, um, you know, the likes of White City and Wembley, I've heard some great stories about them tracks and in previous years. I'm sure you've great memories of going along to them tracks. Oh, oh definitely. I mean, it was six days a week, basically. Uh, you know, mon- Monday to uh, Saturday at one or the other or, you know, whatever. Yeah, great. <laughs> and what what was it about the sport that I suppose uh, uh, drew you in, Steve? I always think me competitive edge. You know, I was always competitive. Whatever I do, it's you know, winning or losing. I just like, I just like the action. I just like, just like competitiveness in anything I've done. You know, so yeah, I think it's just yeah, it's you know, you you just get involved in it. It's just the thrill of you know, just the excitement of dog racing, to be honest. Yeah, and tell us about maybe your earlier days of um, how you got involved in ownership and was there any success, Sam, in those early days? Yeah, I mean, the first first dog I owned was a dog called The Other Style, as you imagine from the prefix. It was uh, one of Matt O'Donnell's dogs. I uh, went along to the Greyhound sales at Wimbledon around about 1993-ish. Um, yeah, the sales were on. Uh didn't actually buy the dog there and then, but uh, we saw Matt after the, uh, uh, the the trial session and whatever. It went through unsold, um, and uh, we approached him, done the deal. Um, he took the dog back to Ireland, but then it came over a couple of months later for the Derby that year. Unfortunately, went out the first round. Um, it went to then to Ernie Caskin. Uh, it was never top top class but it was always A1 mini opens and a great fun with it I had a good strike record very good and that's all important was there any kind of other standout dogs maybe that you had on the English scene yeah yeah I mean uh, well we had a dog called uh, uh, Jackie's Phantom uh, I don't know if you remember that dog uh, we had that 
it didn't perform fantastic over in England. I had good trial times in Limerick uh, you know, when we bought it, brought it over to England, didn't do a great deal. Got to the final of the uh, Trafalgar Cup uh, at Wembley, uh, but that just, it was a little bit too far for him. Anyway, we bought it back, gave it to Matt, uh, ended it in the national sprint in Dunmore, uh, went through that unbeaten, and uh, yeah, so that, that was the first first and only classic success. But yeah, that, that was good. I had another couple of dogs. Um, Bathmore Joker, again in the sort of mid-90s. Dog called, uh, or a bitch called Greenish Princess, who actually was a, a litter sister to a lady's guest, who was, I think, the top brood around about that time. Uh, she broke the uh, track record. Greenish Princess broke the track record at uh, Walthamstow over the, uh, the 415 um, meter distance. So, but she never, never did anything special. Uh, and unfortunately, she was a bit of a flop on the uh, on the breeding side of it. So, uh, that that was it really. Uh, and then I sort of went off the boil on the sport a bit, mainly because around about that time, uh, the tracks were beginning to close. You know, uh, yeah, Wembley, White City went, Slough went. You know, Harangay went. So all of a sudden, from a lot of tracks, down to nothing. And tell us, Steve, like, you know, obviously at the moment we're going to touch on these high-profile dogs that you own in Ireland. Are, have you any dogs in the UK at the moment? Are you just concentrating concentrating on Irish action or what's the story? Uh, n- nothing in England at all. I mean, the last ones we had, we had a couple of other Scooby. Scooby the Flyer, uh, who got to the final of the uh, Royal Hawaii two or three years ago. Um, unfortunately, got a bad draw in it. Uh, so finished down the field and Scooby do it. Um, he won. He won a round of the uh, the Derby uh, two years ago. Brought them over to Kevin Hutton. Unfortunately, they both went, broke down. Uh, so that that was it. That was the last involvement over in uh, England. Um, Scooby Prince was possibly going to go over there, uh, but we didn't realise. Sort of, I think he's, you know, he's just turned out to be much better than what we expected to be honest yeah look we, we, we might as well talk about um, Scooby Prince now because um, obviously I suppose he's one of the, the big talking dogs now in the world of Irish Greyhound racing um, he's only ran four times he, he's won uh, twice but uh, 28-36 there um, last week but the, the performance in defeat on Saturday night I actually missed the action on, on Saturday night and you know I was sitting down um, listening to um, Ian Fortune and Tommy Lyons on that wonderful podcast there on, on Monday night and you know they were talking about Scooby Prince and I went away and watched the race and you know everything went kind of wrong early on for him but the pace he showed um, in defeat was just um, incredible you must have been absolutely thrilled with that performance Oh absolutely I mean you know at the end of the day third third would have done uh, but yeah I mean you know that two in a row is a fantastic dog he got out and that was it end of story really but yeah it's it's sometimes difficult when you I mean I was watching it on the, the laptop so you don't see the full picture, you know, even if you, you know, rewind it a few times. But yeah, you know, he definitely got into a bit of trouble. <laughs> Whether he'd have made that up the two lengths that he got beat by, I doubt it. But 
you know, it would have been close. It would have been very close, Steve. I think, I think you're, you know, like he he was probably four or five, maybe even a bit further behind. Like he he reduced the lead to two. And um, when you consider things went wrong for him at at, at the opening corner, and you know, for for just a mert youngster, um, you you'll go into the final on on next Saturday night. Look, it's going to be a wonderful final. Um, the national puppy, uh, five to five final. You'll go in there with high hopes, no doubt. Oh, definitely, definitely, hundred percent. You know, I mean, if we were in, drawn inside uh, the other dog, I, th- I think it'd have been very, very close. I think the other dog's probably just slightly got the edge, but you know, it's going to be a fantastic race. You it, know, um, yeah, you know, it, it, you know, if we turn a couple of lengths within him down the back straight, it, it's race on, really. Yeah, look, they're, they're, they're two, you know, fantastic dogs and they're two dogs that I suppose we'll all be looking forward to, please God, uh, for, for next year's um, Irish Greyhound Derby. They're, they're sons of Droopy Sydney. He's a big hit at the moment, Steve. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, everything seems to be a Droopy Sydney. I mean, we, you know, Scooby Princess, you know, as you know, was just retired um, just after the ledger and, uh, you know, she got booked in just to you know to uh, Droopy Sydney uh, and she's actually uh, there now Jennifer dropped it, uh, uh, her off uh, the other day so you know she'll be mated with him uh Soon. <laughs> that must be that must be very exciting because look, we're going to touch on Scooby Princess now, Steve. Um, you know she was a huge fan favourite here in Ireland um, over the last couple of years because she never ever ran a bad race. You know she brought you on some you know amazing journeys and all the big competitions. Eighteen times a winner, a dog of a lifetime. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it was probably. She came to the forefront really in the Shelley Fenny Memorial. That's right, in Cork, yeah. Cork. Yeah, and you know, she went through that unbeaten. Uh, you know, uh, you know, in the final, she was up against her little sister, uh, I am Zalexi, who's actually running over in England now. And uh, yeah, she went through that unbeaten and put in some great performances. And then, you know, that's when we decided, let's go for the derby. And, oh, you know, it just, just was a remarkable journey last year. You know, she won one of the heats, uh, and, and yeah, the qualifications yeah, all the way through. Uh, you know, it was just fantastic. You know, you know, down the back straight, if she's in fourth or fifth, you basically knew that she was going to qualify. <laughs> and you know, around that third bend, third to fourth bend, she was just—I don't know—you just seemed to be. Uh, her pace was extraordinary. And, uh- Great times, great times, and we all love the, the I suppose the the tracker that you know is is coming from behind and putting on a fast finish, and you know in your heart and soul for coming up to home straight, and you've you know only a couple of lengths to make up that she's going to get there. That just adds to the I suppose the whole excitement of watching these um, you know fabulous greyhounds uh, finish with a flourish. Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, I mean, she she was. I mean, the strange thing was a dog like that. She never. <laughs> I think she'd have been fantastic over 600 yards, but because of the, you know, the amount of competitions that she was in, over 525 and 550, there just wasn't anything over the longer distance really for her. Um, you know, she couldn't fit it in. <laughs> Yeah, that that that's exactly it. Sure, look, it it was hard to, I suppose, skip the big competitions that she competed in because you knew she was going to have a chance of, you know, going to the final and you know, with a bit of luck in a, in a final night, she could have possibly won one. Oh, oh, definitely. I mean, you know, Limerick's Oak, Limerick Oaks uh, this year, she won, you know, unbeaten. Uh, you know, so 
great. And then, um, you know, and then on to the derby this year, again, you know, she won the first two rounds. The first round was a, a dead heat, but um, the second round, you know, she beat Ballymac Wild. Um, yeah, a fantastic dog that is. And, yeah, you know, performed exceptional you know, through the derby this year as well. And, and of course, second in the uh, Sporting Press Irish Oaks, that was one of the, the races of yeah, the, I mean, the years, wasn't it? Like Susie Sapphire, Billy's yeah, Diva, yeah. Ballydoyle Rasa. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't ask for, a, you know, a dog to beat it, you know, better than Susie Sapphire. You know, if you're going to finish second to that dog, you know you've done well. You know, from what, you know, obviously she went on to win the derby and that, you know, so, yeah. It's fantastic. It sure is. Look, uh, it's great that I suppose um, she's gone out um, into retirement in, in, in great health and, you know, off to Droopy, Sydney. We look forward to hopefully seeing them on the track um, next year. Uh, wishing you the very best of luck with them. And, you know, as I said, look, she was uh, amazing and, you know, outstandingly uh, well handled as well by um, Jennifer O'Donnell, who clearly knows oh. the time of day, a top trainer. Oh, she, oh, she definitely is. I mean, she's definitely, you know, taken over you know, for my mum and dad, you know, they they were fantastic trainers in their own right. But yeah, Jennifer's, yeah, you know, she's, I mean, I, I've known obviously Jennifer since she was about five or six. And, you know, when I used to go over there and racing, you know, she was, she was always walking the dogs, you know, parading them, you know, at a young age and everything. So yeah, it's, it's fantastic to have, have, have dogs with her. Uh, and back into uh, Scooby Princess obviously all eyes will be on that final Saturday night would would the target be the Irish Greyhound Derby next year Steve or I'm guessing so yeah yeah I mean yeah both, both for that and for Scooby Duchess um, you know she's already you know put in the times at Shelbourne you know 28 10-ish uh, so yeah she's yeah you know she won the Puppy Oaks uh, so yeah definitely definitely the Derby for those two and maybe a couple of others that were you know are sort of ready to race you know ready for trialling nice one have you many other greyhounds uh, in your ownership Steve uh, yeah I mean uh, there's another five I think nice one and just I suppose tell us look obviously you're, you're concentrating on Irish greyhound racing at the moment What what is it that what is it about um, Irish greyhound racing that does it for you uh, I think it's the prize money, to be honest. Uh, you know, uh, you know, dogs that I have had in England. You know, you know. I mean, I, even a lower grade race in Ireland is worth two hundred and fifty uh, euros plus. You know, in England, you know, you, you, you know, when I've had a dogs at Wimbledon, you know, you're running for sixty pound, or, yeah. or if it wins for sixty pound, and you've got to, you've got to win a few, quite a few races in a month to, to pay your kennel bills but you know I mean the, the other week Scooby Prince you know had a had a one-off uh, open 750 euros I mean <laughs> you can't argue with that no you can't I think uh, people you know sometimes don't probably realise how fortunate we are here in this country no that's right I, I de- definitely I mean it, it's it's a it's it's just uh, I shouldn't say this but you know it's, it just seems to be better run over in Ireland than it does in the UK. Uh, you, you all seem to stick together more in Ireland, whereas the UK there seems to be too many different sections of of, of it. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Look, um, but yeah. 
look, I suppose, look, I think we've been blessed, I suppose, with all our fantastic classics because they all have great history. And I suppose, you know, it's the turn of the ledger now. And, you know, with the Laurels in Cork and all the big events in, in Shelburne, so many passionate people within our industry here in Ireland. Oh, that's right. And the, and the sponsorship is fantastic. You know, you know, you just, you, you, in England, it just seems to have, no, no one's really interested. You know, the Derby, yeah, great sponsors there. But a lot of the other competitions, to be honest, they, they, they're just not—they're just not getting the proper sponsorship that you, you know owners deserve. You know, the owners are paying big money, I hear, for for dogs, and you think, well, you know, you want to at least get a, a portion of that back. Yeah, definitely, you know? and I. Yeah. Like, like you've spoken big money I'm not joking you over the last probably eight weeks every week I'm hearing of a dog um, within my locality that's making 20, 30 we've heard about the dog that's made 40 they're making phenomenal money at the moment Oh that's that's right and you know it, it's it, it's out of reach for most people and but then they're, they're just they're not going to earn that back on it uh, I mean I know we're not all in it for the money but you know you want to be able to at least get a fair proportion back if you've got a good dog that's why you buy a good dog to, to try you know to try and you know, get the money back on the big races but in England it's you just haven't got that chance you just haven't got that chance yeah, I understand. Look, um, Steve, look, it was absolutely a fantastic speaking to you. You've been a wonderful guest. I suppose, finally, um, I always like to ask uh, my, my podcast guests, even though I think I'm going to know the answer to this. It's pretty obvious. What's the uh, what's the dream going forward um, for, for Steve, no- Steve Noble? The dream going forward, I think, would be for uh, Scooby Princess's pups, for one of them to you know, come out and win, win a big race. You know, I think that would be, you know, something special. You know, a dog that you've then bred yourself, you know, to come out and, you, you know, do it. Uh, obviously, you know, next year, obviously the Derby, you know, got two hopefully, you know, good contenders in uh, Duchess and Prince. Um, yeah, I mean... As long as they, you know, injury-free is the main thing. Uh, great excitement, you know, and then, you know, obviously, you know, to, to pick up a couple of sort of decent competitions is, is all I ask for. Yeah, well, look, we're wishing you the very best of luck, Steve. Look, as I said, you've been a fantastic guest on the podcast. You're a massive supporter of the, the uh, Jennifer O'Donnell um, kennel and, of course, Irish Greyhound Racing. And we love to see, um, you know, people from the UK um, involved in our, our great sport. And we thank you for joining us on, on the podcast today. And as I said, we'll be following your progress in the world of Greyhound Racing closely going forward. And once again, a massive thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks, Barry. It was a pleasure. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs.